Tunes. I'm your host Nick and today I'm looking at the book The Ring, The Arrow and The Bat. This is a trade paperback that was published in 2003 collecting Legends of the DC Universe issues 7, 8 and 9 and Legends of the Dark Knight issues 127 through to 131. Now the three characters in this book are Green Arrow, Green Lantern and Batman. I don't think they're all there together. The three characters don't all meet together, but the book is broken into rather like a prologue with Green Arrow and Green Lantern that then leads into a larger story with Green Arrow and Batman. So it's really a Green Arrow book. The writer is Dennis O'Neill and the art is provided by Greg Land and Dick Giordano. So let's see how these heroes first met. In brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape my sight. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power. Green Lantern's light! Now in the prologue, Green Arrow is captured by some rebels in a country called Minglia, a southeastern Asian country. Whilst there, he recuperates from some bad injuries from a plane crash and begins to appreciate the rebels' way of life. And he befriends a missionary nun amongst the rebels. In an attack from the nation's sinister army, led by General Zhou, the rebel's village is destroyed, and the nun is also killed when she steps on a landmine, which was actually produced by Queen Industries, the company that Oliver Queen, i.e. Green Arrow, used to own. The Hal Jordan version of Green Lantern is working for the Asian country's government, and he is involved in the attack and he meets Green Arrow for the first time there. The story then continues with peace talks taking place between a monk that has been sent by America and the army's general. Green Lantern and Green Arrow oversee these talks but the monk is assassinated by General Zhou. Upon realising this and realising that there's no way of rectifying the situation, Green Lantern decides to embarrass General Zhou in front of his people by removing his clothes, flying him around the town square naked, causing the entire population to laugh at him using his ring. Meaning people won't fear or respect him anymore, and Oliver Queen and Hal Jordan start their friendship there. Then we move into the main story, which involves Batman and Green Arrow. Oliver Queen is now in Gotham and is becoming disgusted with street life and its effect on people. He also mentions the previous story and his landmine that killed the most decent person he'd known, the nun. He retreats to the mountains to get away from it all but is almost assassinated. He doesn't get any answers from the assassin and returns to a hotel room in Gotham where a private investigator waits for him. This guy bolts out the door but is caught by Oliver Queen. In the private investigator's wallet is a business card belonging to Bruce Wayne. Queen goes to meet Bruce Wayne, who innocently claims that the private investigator was hired to find Queen for some sort of business transaction. Queen yells at him a lot and decides to leave. That night, Batman appears to Queen. More men start to arrive at Queen's hotel while they're talking to kill Queen, but Batman and Queen take them down. The two meet on a rooftop later on and discuss a deal that took place between Wayne Enterprises and Queen's company involving the sale of a highly toxic defoliant. Through some detection, the trail leads to the country of Dubar and to General Zhou, 
who is looking to gain revenge after he was humiliated by Green Arrow. General Zhou has been trying to kill Queen, and after reporting his failure to his boss, known only as the Advisor, he is miraculously killed by a falling safe. The boss hires a new mercenary called Master Haim. Master Haim involves a guy called Sag, who looks like a medieval archer, and appears to have better skill at archery than Queen. Sag confronts Queen by a lake and allows Queen the first shot. Sag, however, proves that he's a better archer, and thanks to some help from Batman, Queen does escape with his life. But Queen suddenly loses his skill, and his shots instantly become awful. Alfred suggests to Bruce that he has lost his confidence after confronting a better archer. Sag returns to Haim and promises him Queen will die. Queen is starting to become paranoid, and Batman asks him to lie low. He does so. However, after a while, Queen is fed up of waiting and being scared, so he flies to Dubar to confront Haim, Sag, and the advisor. Queen is imprisoned. Because of the religion that Master Haim operates under, Queen is imprisoned rather than killed. Batman goes to fight him and aid him. They escape from the prison and prevent the young prince of the country from being framed and murdered. Batman defeats Master Haim, who is shocked he knows how to prevent the Cobra death strike. And Queen makes a really good shot, showing he has gained his skill back. The advisor is taken away, and Batman and Green Arrow begin a solid alliance. What do you think is faster, an arrow or a bullet? There's only one way to find out. Now I'm going to be reviewing these two stories as one large story rather than two separate ones. I generally enjoyed the book. I found it very refreshing to have other heroes involved heavily in the book. Although there wasn't much of Green Lantern, I really got to grips with Oliver Queen's character, and I thought he was very interesting. I haven't read any Green Arrow stories before, and I felt that him and Batman complemented each other very well, and I thought they worked excellently together as characters. The story was okay, pretty average. There were a few convenient moments where Master Haim's religion provided plot devices like not killing Queen, when that was what he was hired to do in the first place, I never really understood that. The villains also were pretty average, and I would have liked to have seen more of Sag, who I think could have been an interesting rival in the book with Green Arrow, and should have played a larger role, I think. The Green Lantern part was okay, but I felt Hal Jordan was pretty dull in this book. Green Lantern has never been a very interesting character for me, and I was looking forward to finding out more about him in this book, but there was very little of him, and I have to say, all that cosmic space stuff doesn't really do it for me as much as a detective in a cape or a man with a bow and arrow, but I wanted to give him a fair chance, and I was let down a little bit by Green Lantern in this book. I would like to read a bit more of his stuff just to get to know him as the character a bit better, because he's very popular at the moment. Some of the writing is a little dated, and the villains come off as a bit cheesy, and they look like they're from the 80s. Which can put people off, who are used to the top quality Batman books I've reviewed so far. The detective work was there in the book, and the Playboy Bruce Wayne moments were interesting as well, they made me smile. Vicky Vale was in the book, but she felt like she was just stuffed in there just to ensure there was some sort of female character, and didn't really add anything. I enjoyed Oliver Queen's motivation about his company. It seemed very Tony Stark-esque, but rather than change his company like Tony Stark does in Iron Man, he just disowned his company. And he was also unsure about whether to continue his role as Green Arrow. 
But I did find Oliver Queen became a bit annoying at times, and he's very obnoxious and sarcastic all the time, and it did get a little frustrating for me. I also felt there was a problem that there were a few too many characters, and even with five issues uh, regarding the Batman story, there wasn't enough time to make them all interesting, especially the advisor, the big villain. I would have liked Sag to be the villain throughout. That's the way I would have gone, because I think you could explore that a lot more and have the two archers competing with each other. I think that would have been the direction I would go in. The art was quite interesting, looked a little bit cartoonish, but not too much. Certainly a little different from what I've seen recently, and I felt it was nice to see Green Arrow out of his suit a lot, which helped me get to know Oliver Queen a lot better than Green Arrow. So that was nice to see. But all in all, it's an enjoyable book, but nothing too special. If you're new to Green Arrow, this is a good one to get to know that character quickly and move on into a story with him. And I hope to see more of Batman and Green Arrow together in the future, but not too many. So for me, it's three out of five Batarangs. What is this now? The fifth or sixth death trap I've been tied up to because of you over the years. Yeah, I said I was sorry. So that's been Bat Books for Beginners for this time. You can always pop on the forums if you want to leave a comment about a particular book or the segment in general. I'm also at the moment leaving posts on the blog which have got the old Bat Books for Beginners segments on there. So if you are new to this or you'd like to catch up or if you'd like to revisit an old book, Batman Year One, Long Halloween. I've done about 20 of these so far so there's plenty to work through if you missed a couple. You can go back on the blogs and I'll be posting one up every week until I catch up. So that's really just for you guys, just in case you're a bit behind or you'd like to revisit something. It's all there for you if you need it. The book I'll be reviewing next time is Catwoman Defiant by Peter Milligan. And this story has Catwoman and Batman teaming up to find Mr. Handsome, a gangster who purchases beautiful things only to destroy them. We've had some interesting Catwoman books so far, one slightly weak one and one pretty good one so it'll be interesting to see how this one fares but anyway that's bat books for beginners done now it's back to dustin and the guys see ya green arrow's juvenile need to compete never ceases to amaze me well bats i guess you beat me yeah right this is never going to end is it i certainly hope not